Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Grow As You Go podcast. This is your host, Michaela Deal. As a girl in her 20s, I know exactly what it's like to be feeling lost, confused, a little bit like you have so much to figure out still, because you probably do, but I'm just here to reassure you that that's totally normal. And whatever stage of life that you're in, if you're feeling any type of way, I'm always here to remind you that you are not alone in that, and just ultimately be someone that you can look at as a friend. Health and wellness, fitness, dating, life, advice, self-help, all the things, anything at all, that I am noticing in my life that is coming up and can maybe help someone else, we always will go deeper into. If there's ever anything you guys wanna hear more of, please comment, read the podcast, and let me know how much you enjoy it. I love you. If you're ready to grow with me, let's get into today's episode. New episodes are every Monday at 5 a.m. Today is cold, guys. It's a cold one, it's a cold rainy day. I'm just like in a matching sweat set right now with my slippers on. Just, I did a cold plunge today, okay? So if you've been following along on TikTok or Instagram or maybe just through here, you know that I've been cold plunging recently. I've been doing it for over a week. I've done eight days. It's been awesome. It's totally, honestly changed my life since trying it. I just feel way more connected to myself. I trust myself more. I feel more disciplined already. And if I can do that first thing in the morning and get a cold plunge out of the way, I genuinely can do anything. Like there's no fear. And I think it's depending on what state you're in, maybe you've been going through some things. If you're conquering fear, you are winning because your fear should not be able to control your life and the things that you do. So that is kind of the whole theme for my year so far is just that we're not letting fear hang out with us. We're kicking fear out. So cold plunging has been amazing. It's definitely, I've noticed an improvement in my mental health and my days and my discipline, trust, all those things, like I said, but there's also so many benefits of that, which I went over in last week's episode. So if you want to hear more about cold plunging, I talk about it at the end of last week's episode. But a couple other things really quick I wanted to touch on before we get into today's episode are things that I've noticed this year that I've stopped doing that have drastically improved my life and in multiple ways not only how I feel about myself but also like how my stomach feels like my digestive system also my skin and that is not eating out as much and not that you shouldn't eat out at all like I ate out twice last week actually but like I mean going to a restaurant eating food that they prepared I feel like is a little bit different than just getting like Wingstop all the time which was something that I've I've an addiction to Wingstop so I haven't had Wingstop at all for like, I would say like 20 days, which isn't anything super crazy, but for anyone who knows me, they know that I normally, like I love to get Wingstop on the weekends or Chipotle. And I've just been trying to one, only spend money on things I have gift cards for at the moment. So I have so many gift cards for Chipotle. So I've made some excuses there, but I've just been more mindful and I've been delaying gratification a lot. So if I know I want to do something, normally the first thing I want to do to to reward myself for doing something that was hard is getting like my favorite meal. And so I really stayed true to my goals this week, which was stay like eating only eating at home Monday through Thursday. And then I allowed myself to get a couple of things just because I haven't ate out in a minute. And it's okay. It's like it's all about balance. But I wanted to touch on this really quick because I've noticed by me not eating out like at all, my skin has improved so much and I genuinely think that's a huge part of it. So I know they say that like, no matter what you're doing with your skin products and everything, your skin really is starting in the gut. So whatever you eat comes out. So just something to think about if you're like noticing yourself struggling with acne or whatever, just kind of take an inventory of like, are you eating whole foods? Are you eating like healthier foods? And not that healthy means, I feel like a lot of times when we hear healthy foods, we think boring meals that we would never wanna eat. That's not what I mean. I just mean 
eating more at home, less processed foods, just delicious meals that you want to, but you're not having to like order out constantly. I think you'll notice an improvement in your skin. Also, if you're using your bath towel on your face, stop. Like whoever you are, stop using your bath towel on your face because that is definitely causing you to break out. I've been using single use towels on my face or even just like a paper towel for now. And 100% my skin has never looked like this good for this long with no like real breakouts happening or like pimples forming. I'm like, this is awesome. So those were just a few things that I wanted to touch on because they're things that I have stopped doing or I've been more mindful of this year so far. And it's only, they've only brought improvements, cold plunging, eating out less, or at least eating like, like my digestive system. I had Wingstop like yesterday I got it. And I'm telling you my stomach unwell okay like just unwell i wasn't totally sure what i was going to talk about today i had a couple different topics and ideas that i was kind of going through but i got a message today from somebody that said can you do a podcast episode on fake friends or a TikTok?" so we're going to do an episode today on the importance of having good friends in your life like how to watch out for fake friends maybe some experiences that i've had with friends in the past that have changed my life and showed me what to not put up with anymore and just how to set boundaries in friendships and not accept like really crappy behavior or disrespect from a friend. I consider myself to be extremely blessed when it comes to my best friends. I have two that I consider like my rocks. Like my, I, I expect them to be in my life honestly forever. And that is Abby. I've been best friends with her for like, you guys already know, um, this is like constant. We've been best friends for like 15 years. Like I say that all the time, but like, it's because it's, I'm like one, it's just true. I feel like that says a lot about a friendship. When you've been friends through that long and all the different stages, I think it says so much about that bond. And I'm so, so grateful to have Abby in my life. So I've been friends with her for honestly, I don't even know, maybe like 16 ish years at this point, we'd have to like count it back, but we haven't done that in a while, but, but I have her. And then also I have a friend that I made here in Austin when I moved a couple years ago, her name is Shelby and Shelby is also my freaking rock. And I love her so much. And she's just the best friend with both of these friends. I've never put up, or I've never had to even wonder for a second if they're talking crap about me. I've never had to, so this is how you know that they're good friends. I don't have to ever wonder, are you talking about me behind my back? Um, every time that I bring good news to them or anything in my life, they are genuinely so excited for me and they are the utmost supportive friends I've ever had and only want to see me thrive. And if there's ever a time where maybe, you know what I mean, I'm going through something, they will talk to me and we'll communicate about that. And they'll be like, hey, this is something that's going on, like what's happening, you know? And that's just normal and that's life. Like everyone's gonna go through times in their life and you need to have friends who are able to be open, honest with you. And they're not just gonna tell you whatever you wanna hear. They're going to challenge you in those moments and say the things that maybe you don't wanna hear. They're gonna give you tough love when you need it. That is good friendship. They're never gonna make you feel like a pain for trying to talk to them or it doesn't matter how busy they are or how many responsibilities they have. I've never once felt a, like a burden to either of them. They've never made me feel that way. I think we can all go through times in our life where maybe we're like, oh, I don't want to have to go to somebody with this. Like, I feel like everyone's busy. Like, that's a thought everybody has, but I've never went to either of them and felt like I was a burden in their life. They've always welcomed me with open arms. They always make time. And I think that's how you know you have good friends because they will always make time for you, even if it's hard, even if they're going through a hard time. Like even in my darkest moments, I, I will always make friends for the people that I love and care about. And I think they would say the same about me in those situations. Like no matter what, I will be there. I will answer the calls. I will show up. You're in town. Let's go. Let's do something. Like you have something going on. I will make it work. I will come. 
I will do whatever it takes to be there for you. So even if you don't share maybe the same values or all of the same interest, you respect each other's interests and you expect each other's beliefs and you never make fun of or talk down on or anything of the sort to anything that you know is important to your friends, you respect them. Like at the end of the day, respect is something that comes in every type of relationship that you care about. Even strangers, we should be respecting strangers and people that we don't know. So especially in your friendships, whenever you have something that's near and dear to your heart, if you have a friend making fun of something that's important to you or like making any type of slur or any type of like they're talking down to you in any way, they're making jokes that they think are funny and they're brushing them off like they're, oh, it's just joking. No, you're just a a POS. (laughs) Like, I don't know. There's no other way to describe it. Um... But whenever you have people that constantly are doing something like that, I definitely urge you to take inventory of the people in your life. If anyone's ever making you feel bad after you spend time with them, that is a huge sign that they should not be in your life. And that can be applied to dating. That can be applied to friends. Anybody that you ever notice that you're hanging out with, if if you don't feel charged up and good afterwards, that is the opposite of somebody that you should be spending large amounts of time with. And obviously there's going to be people in our lives that aren't going to make us feel maybe charged up, maybe they are a little bit more draining, maybe you don't wanna go kicking them out of your life. Okay, well that's definitely just your sign to maybe do some inventory on how much do I wanna spend time with that person. Like, let's cut it back. Like, I'm not gonna just go whenever. I'm not just gonna be there all the time. And I think that if anyone has a problem with that or if anyone has any type of any type of animosity or any type of confusion or they maybe they have a problem with you for some reason because you haven't been around, they can reach out to you. If they actually care, if you actually have a friendship, they can reach out to you. Um, My one friend told me recently that she saw a quote and it really resonated with me that if you didn't have to have a conversation about the relationship ending, it was never a friendship. Like if you're not spending as much time with somebody and you don't have to have a conversation about like, you know what I mean? Any type of, oh, I'm sorry, like this was happening and I didn't really appreciate that. If you, if a conversation isn't needed to define the boundaries of a relationship or friendship, the friendship probably wasn't that real anyways, or it wasn't enough for it to actually be that meaningful. Like it might've just been somebody that you were around in social settings. Um, but I think that if there's ever anybody who has an issue with maybe you not being around as much or you trying to set boundaries in those ways, if they're not, if they're not openly coming to you and asking you, one, are you okay? Two, just like checking in and they are, are, they're noticing that. And if three, if they decide to go open their mouths to other people and just like start talking negatively about you, I just want it to always be a reminder that that says so much about that person. And it has absolutely nothing to do with you because if somebody, anyone, if I ever had a problem with anybody or if I ever thought there might be something going on between someone or maybe someone was distancing themselves from me, I would hundred percent text them and be like, Hey, I haven't seen you in a minute. Are you doing okay? Like what's going on? Like, are you okay? Because it really, nothing, and I want to make that very clear, nothing on earth ever that happens to you is personal. Nothing. And we've talked about this on here before, but somebody distancing themselves from you, it isn't personal. It's just they're looking out for themselves in some way. Maybe they don't have the time, the bandwidth, the energy. Maybe they're going through something that you could never even imagine. You don't know. Like, you never know what someone's going through. So just be mindful of that. Um, as well, but let's say maybe the roles are reversed. Maybe you feel like you have a really good friendship with someone and you haven't heard from them and whatever. I totally urge you to reach out to them. If you care about this friendship 
and it's something that really actually matters to you and it's like a meaningful relationship and you feel good with that person normally, message that person and be like, hey, I just wanted to check in on you. Like you should be doing weekly check-ins with your friends anyways, in my opinion. Like the people that I talk to on the regular, like I talk to Shelby every single day. I talk to Abby every single day. Even if me and Abby, cause Abby is long distance. So she's over in North Carolina. If we don't have a minute to or like, or like an actual time in our schedules to catch up, cause Abby's a boss of her job. She has a baby. She's married. She has a lot happening in her life, but she still makes time. Like she'll still call me and try to check in and she'll still ask me how I'm doing and I'll ask her how she's doing. And we just are always like keeping up with each other. So the distance shouldn't matter. That's not an excuse for, for someone to be a bad friend. Um, the obligations that they have in their life also don't matter in my opinion. Like maybe they might be a little bit overwhelmed and if so, that's okay. But they should be able to make five minutes to check in on you five minutes because you want to know what people make five minutes for scrolling on their phones, um, watching TV and not to say that they're the same, but like a relationship with someone that you care about should be more important than those things. So like, there's always time. You always make time for what's important to you. So if you ever feel like that is what's going on, or you feel like you haven't heard from someone, be a good friend, message them, ask them how they're doing. How are things with you? How are you, how are you feeling? Whatever. And see how they respond to you. If they're being, if they're continuing to kind of be pushing you away or not saying much, like you can only do so much. You can't force, force a friendship. You can't force a relationship. So, but you can at least know that you tried and you can also let that friend know like, Hey, I'm here for you. If you ever want to talk, like, I would love to see you again, please. Like, let me know when you're free. Like, that's what you can do to be a good friend. You can't make somebody be your friend, but you can totally show up for that person. Let them know that it is a safe place to share information with you and be there with you. Um, I'll share a couple instances of like friendships I've had in the past and things that I know for a fact were toxic and things that have happened in my life. But I want to just make a blanket statement that if you have a friend that is talking crap about you to other people, um, is whether it's people that you know, or people that you don't know, whether it's getting back to you or whether it isn't, if you know that your friend talks crap about other people to you, like a lot of their other friends, that is a huge sign that they are probably talking about you as well. Even if you don't think, and we'll get into that because I do have a personal story to attach that to. But if you ever hear that someone's talking crap on you, fake friend. If you ever hear that someone isn't happy whenever you tell them news and you can tell that they're just like not super, like it, it seems fake and disingenuine, fake friend. Someone seems to be in constant competition with you. Maybe you work out together. Maybe everything needs to be like, there's a little bit of animosity there, a little bit of like, um, a little bit of, just, I don't know, challenge under the surface. Like it shouldn't be like that when you have a good friend, like there shouldn't be competition. So that would be a fake friend behavior in my opinion, like something's happening there. Um, if you don't feel safe to go to them and talk to them about certain topics in your life or share things with them, probably fake friend behavior. Um, and obviously this is all taken with a grain of salt. Like, you know, your relationships more, but if you can apply this to your relationships, just know probably take some inventory of what's happening there. Someone has a million excuses of why they can't make time to check in fake friend behavior. I understand being busy and I also understand going through a hard time. I do. I've been there. I understand that. And I, but like, it shouldn't be going on for long, prolonged periods of time. You should be able to be checking in with yourself. If you are the person going through something and you feel like you're pushing people away and being like, I don't like how I'm being, I need to make time for this relationship. It means a lot to me. I would hate to lose it. 
because you don't treat people like crap if you don't want to lose that friendship. That is exactly how you lose that friendship. Maybe you have a friend that every single time that you talk to a guy, it seems like she's kind of being a little suspicious and trying to talk to the same guys. Or if you feel like there's a competition in any way or you have to feel a little weird around maybe the guy that you like and a friend, fake friend behavior as well. That's a huge one to look out for, huge one. You should always feel like you can trust your friends, especially with the people that mean a lot to you. Especially, You should feel like you can even mix your friends at times if you wanted. I think that's how you know you really have some great friends whenever you have different like people that you can mesh them together and you just have a lot of fun. I think that's how you know. But you should never feel like a pain or a burden in a friendship and you should never feel like you are too much or like you're asking for too much. Like I'm just laughing to myself because there's instances in friendships I've had before where I had a friend that would constantly call me, like we'd call each other. And then <laughs> um, she would just be very um, rude about it sometimes and just like be like, what do you want? <laughs> and it's like, you know what I want? Like we, this is normal for us. Like we call each other and we check in and she would just be kind of rude about that and she would make me start to feel bad for trying to be there and like look out for her or just even check in um and then i come to find out that she like talks crap to her other people in her life that um i like call her all the time like oh my god i'm so annoying i call her all the time and not only that you know that's kind of like already in itself it's like okay cool you're talking crap about me to other people like you're not my friend um but also imagine you have somebody who you know does certain things and it really means a lot to them um for instance for me it was singing and it's something that really actually like made me like i just love singing whatever and i found out also that that same friend was talking badly about me <laughs> it's just so funny to think about now talking badly about me and like laughing like she's not even that good at singing or whatever it's like girl, why are you so insecure? Like, why are you talking about your best friend? Meanwhile, the only person that has actually been there for you through all these things, and you're gonna act like I'm just not gonna find out about it, you know? Immediately when I heard that, I was like, yeah, I'm actually good on this. Guys, I don't know if you know, but I'm absolutely obsessed with meditating. And I know there's so many different ways of going about meditating these days. There's different apps. There's so many different things. And it can seem super freaking overwhelming, honestly. And for me, I'm going to tell you, I've tried tons of different apps. I've tried a lot of different things. I've tried ones on YouTube. It can be really hard to sit still. So if you're not somebody who likes just seated meditations or whatever it may be, or maybe you're just new to meditating, I have the perfect freaking thing for you. And I'm so excited to have a little offer to give you guys. I am obsessed with Superhuman. That is the app that I choose to use for my meditating these days because I find that it's the best. It gives me the most versatile situation. So I'm able to use it not only sitting down, but if I don't have time to sit down, I can also do walking meditations. I can do running errands meditations, up the wall meditations. You can have your legs just up stretching. There's stretching meditations. There's a lot of pep talks on there for every certain situation. I'm all into all those things. There's also a cleaning meditation as well. Travel meditations. I'm obsessed. They even have ones to listen to before you go on a first date or after like a family dinner, if it went bad, like they have everything you could possibly need. So I'm so excited to give you guys this offer. So I reached out to Superhuman because I really wanted to work with them and they are letting me offer you guys a 100% off a one month trial also plus the two week free trial period. So by trying and signing up with my code, you get a six weeks free membership through them. So you're able, it gives you plenty of time to try it. If it's not something that you like, you can just cancel it. Simple as that. 
but I love how much time they're giving you guys to kind of try it out because I know for a fact that you're probably going to fall in love with it. And if you stick with it and stay consistent, I promise you like even just a couple days a week and notice what it will do to your mental health. You will have a much more calm brain. You're going to feel way more connected to yourself. And it allows you to set intentions throughout your day that genuinely have changed my life, especially going to work at a job that isn't necessarily what I want to be doing with my life these days. It helps me to have a good mindset to go into whatever day, no matter what I'm doing. It helps me to stay focused, present, and just living in the moment, which I love. But so, like I said, it gives you six weeks to figure out if it is something that you want to stick with or not, and you will not get charged until after the six weeks is up. So let's say you started it and you want to cancel it literally the next day. You can cancel it the next day and you still will have six weeks to use it. And if it is something you decide that you want to do again, you could always, you know what I mean, go back to it. But this way you have plenty of time to figure out if it's something that you want to do or not. The sign up with my code only works if you go through the website though. So I will have that linked below. You can't go through the app store or Google play or anything like that. In order to get this deal, you need to go to www.superhuman.app slash register, sign up with my code Michaela. That is M I C H A E L A. And I will have all that listed below, but please give it a try. I swear to God, you guys will love it so much. And I can tell you it has hundred percent changed my life for the better. And it's something that I incorporate in my every single day life where meditating always was something that was super hard for me to find time to do. Go and try superhuman and become literally a superhuman. I swear to God, I am a superhuman now because of this app. It takes a lot for me to walk away from a friendship, especially when it's one that I had for a very long time. But whenever you're openly disrespecting me and talking badly about me to other people, especially it was just like, it was the biggest fake friend behavior I've ever seen in my life. Um, that same person would actually post on social media, resharing my singing videos, trying to act like she was a good friend. And then I come to find out from somebody so close to her that she was actually talking shit on me the whole time. Um, and I think it wasn't surprising to me when I heard that because I knew the type of person that she was, but I always hoped that she wasn't like that to me um, because I knew she talked badly about every other person in her life, every single person in her life. Um, but I was like, well, she wouldn't do that to me. Like we've been best friends and like, I'm like her best friend. Like why she wouldn't do that. And I never knew for sure that that person did that until, um, I had a conversation with that other person that gave me that information. And I immediately just said, thank you so much. Thank you. I've been waiting for information like this. I've never had it. I've had suspicions, but I've never known for sure. I'm good on this. I, and it, ever since never spoke a word to that person ever again, never had a conversation. And I think that's how, you know, um, you, that's how, you know, right there. Um, I didn't have to have a conversation with that person because that person knew they messed up and they knew where they stood and they never tried to reach out to me again either. So if you can just end a friendship, um, one, if you can talk negatively about your friends, I don't say this to even talk badly about that person. Obviously, I'm not saying really anything to make it even known about whatever, but like certain situations, people in my life, if you can openly talk badly about your friends, especially me, absolutely. I want nothing to do with you. Zero percent interest in you. So I, I was just like, cool, that's perfect. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was an interesting moment for sure, but it was a long, long, long time coming. And yeah, so there was no, there was no conversation to be had there. And I just think it's so funny because what my friend recently told me is so true. Like if you don't have to have a conversation about it, the friendship wasn't that real. No. And obviously it wasn't that real if they were talking badly about me in the first place, but like I have 0%, 0% tolerance for talking crap. 
So if your friends talk crap about you, please, please do yourself a favor and cut that off. Cut that leech off. It is not doing anything good for your life. If anything, it is just bringing you down and it is dragging you down. That same friend made me feel so insecure and so um, like I had nothing to offer because of just the way that she would treat me. And I'm just so glad that that is over. There was obviously a time and a place for it and there was good parts of the friendship, but it was just so bad. It was so bad. So that is one huge story. And that's why I'm so particular about the people I let in my life, I think, and why um, I just have a zero tolerance. Like I it's still, I'm very open to making new friends and everything, but like I know very quickly if someone's a good friend or if they're not. I've also just had like, Another instance where like, yeah, someone was always weird about the people that I was like kind of talking to always made it seem a little suspicious um, in terms of like what was going on there. I'm pretty sure they hooked up with a lot of the people that I actually really liked at one point in my life. That's not friend behavior. There is a such thing as girl code. I think if you don't respect that girl code, that says a lot about you. Um, so if you're noticing that, and obviously you don't have to have girl code for every girl, but if it's one of your best friends and you're like going out of your way to hook up with people that like, it, that's just weird to me. Um, so that's, that's bizarre, but that type of thing, if you're ever noticing that, or if you're ever hearing of things like that, or things are happening, just know that again, really nothing for you to be doing there. It's just not a good situation for you to be around. And why would you want to date someone that you can't trust with your significant others? You wouldn't. I would say the biggest things for me in a friendship or any relationship is trust, honesty, respect. They have to be able to communicate well. And I think that's just, that should be a non-negotiable for anyone. Like you have to be able to communicate. Are you upset about something? Please tell me. Um, just, in, are you able to check in and like all the things like communication is like the biggest thing ever. Um, and just compromise, like maybe like just be able to make sacrifices for a friend and stuff. Maybe you don't want to do something, but you're going to do it for them, you know? And it's just so true that you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. So, and that, that really hits differently with me because I have let people in my life that weren't, weren't good influences or good people in my life. And I've saw it come to life a, a couple times. Um, for sure. I've had a bunch of different little friendship, um, moments in my life and like different, obviously ages and just a bunch of different things. And I've just seen it happen where you will start to act like that person. You will start to pick up traits of that person. You will start to pick up habits of the other people that you spend your time with. So just be very mindful of that. If you are very growth minded and the people that you're hanging out with aren't not good, because it's going to hold you back, whether you know it or realize it, you might think that you can separate it, but it's going to be really hard to separate that. But like I said, it's really hard for me to just leave a friendship or like I'm somebody who is very loyal to a fault. So if I am, if you were my person, you were my person and I will put up with a lot before I leave. At least I used to, I don't think I would be like that as much today, but that's why the final straw for me was getting that information from that one situation where I was like, good, I'm done because it's never just that one thing you heard. It is all the things before it that I've allowed myself to endure, put up with all the things. I'm like, yep, this is so done. Like I'm so good. Um, another situation, probably one of the worst things I've went through, this is very mean girl behavior. And this was like when I was younger and I had a friend who made fun of me for washing my face. And that is not a friend. Like that's not a friend. I had a friend who made fun of me for washing my face and was like, it doesn't work anyways. Like, why do you even do it? It doesn't work anyways. 
And in that friendship, that was the final straw for me as well. And I'm not kidding you. Like (laughs) I'm not, I'm actually not kidding. And I'm not speaking negatively about anyone. So I don't, I don't, I'm not telling these stories for it to get, ever get back to these people. Even I'm telling these stories so that it can be applied. The things that I've went through in my life that have shaped me, the friendships I've went through that have shaped me and also be extremely relatable to anybody who might be going through very similar things right now and to let you know that they're not behaviors that you should put up with and just let you know that you're not alone. So I want to make that clear. But, um, I, that was the moment where I literally was like, okay, so the next day I was like, we're not friends anymore. Like we are not friends and I'm cordial. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I, these are things that happened a long time ago. So I'm, I'm very cordial with you know what I mean, people now. I think forgiveness is important or like anything I'm even mentioning. I don't have negative feelings towards anybody. Um, but these are just stories that have shaped me and really hurt my feelings in the moment, you know, or just like was a very, um, turning moment in my life for sure. So that was what I stopped being friends with someone ever because there was so many, there were so many other times of disrespect before that, that I just allowed myself to put up with. And also if you hear them again, talking badly about your friends, the other friends you guys might share huge red flag because they're also doing that with you. If you feel like you constantly have to be around a group of people because you know that if you're not there, there's a chance you're going to get talked badly about. They're not your friends, babe. They're not your friends. You hang out with them, but they're, they don't, they're not good people. They don't make you feel good. So always something to keep in mind for sure with that too. I think we can all agree that nothing is worse than that moment where you walk up to a group of people or whatever, and you can tell that they were just talking about you before you got up there. That was how one of my friendships were for a very long time when I was younger. And it was traumatizing, like genuinely traumatizing, um, you know, to go through something like that. Cause it makes you just feel like you can't trust anybody or you don't know like how to be. And it just makes you feel really insecure. So if you find yourself in a relationship like that or a friendship, please go like, do not continue that on. Even if it might seem like the biggest thing in your life right now, like, like you have to be friends. You don't, there's so many people that are going to appreciate you for you. And a lot of that could probably be jealousy, you know? from someone, like if they're constantly, um, being that way. And at the end of the day, like I said before, it's not personal, like nothing, nothing at all that any of these situations that I'm referring back to, they're not personal towards me. It has everything to do with those people that I was friends with and maybe things that they were going through or how they felt about themselves. And it continued to bleed into my life and started to affect the way I was feeling about me and affecting the way that our other friends felt about themselves. And it's just not something that you want to play with. So the second that you notice that somebody's energy is not making you feel your best and it's starting to make you feel really, really bad, please just leave that friendship. There are times too where maybe you're going to move or they're going to move or a friend that you have, like it's going to end up turning into a long distance friendship. And in those moments, you're going to see it go one of two ways. Either the friendship will continue to stay good, healthy. You'll continue finding new ways to maybe integrate each other into your lives and like find that time for each other. Or it could turn into an excuse game almost where it's like, oh, like I'm too busy. I don't have time. You know what I mean? This, that. And I'm not talking badly about anyone. If, if this is something that you're going through, there could be many reasons. Again, it's not personal why that person maybe doesn't have time to talk to you. But if they're not making the time to check in with you, be there for you, and try to stay in touch with your life, especially when they know and you've, you've verbally told them you're going through it and like it's been really hard on you, your friend wouldn't leave you to, to deal with that on your own. Your friend wouldn't, you, they would be talking to you about it, you know? 
um, or at least trying to, but you can only do so much in certain friendships, especially from afar. So if somebody's making it pretty clear that they don't care to keep the friendship going, you don't have to force anything. Like I want you to make, I want to make that clear. Don't try to force it. Uh, it's hard for me to walk away. So when I really care about someone in the friendship, I will try, I'll have multiple conversations, I'll try to make it work. And if I'm continuing to have conversations that I'm seeing that they're not meeting me in the middle, there's nothing I can do about that, you know? So there's been situations I've been in, like whenever I've moved in stuff that I've, I've been in periods of times like that before where I lost friends that I never wanted to lose ever in my life. Like I never wanted to lose that friendship and it meant a lot to me. And I ended up losing a friend kind of due to the fact that the time wasn't being made and I just felt like I was being kind of neglected and like not to be dramatic but like neglected in the friendship like I was just treated like I didn't matter at all and I just wanted someone to show up for me and be there for me when I needed it and they weren't there and they weren't even trying really to be there and again this is not to talk negatively I'm very cordial with that person today like we're good and we've talked about this and we've moved past it but if you notice yourself in situations like that, like you got to do what's best for you always. So if you have that friendship, even if you care so, so much about that person and you love them so much, there's only so much you can do. And sometimes you outgrow people maybe in stages of your life or of your life or their life or whatever. And it doesn't mean that you have to hate them or that there has to be all this negativity around it, but just know that that's okay. You don't have to continue to try to make something happen if it's just simply not working. And you can just be there for that person whatever way. If you need to completely just remove them off socials and focus on you for your own mental health, that's valid. If you need to have a conversation about it, valid. But it should never turn nasty and it should never turn mean. It should never turn into name calling and pettiness. And I felt like in a couple of situations that happened for me. And it was just something where I was like, okay, like I can't, you know. So, but again, very cordial with that person today. All love for them, honestly. But it just sucks. If So if you go through something like this, I want you to know that it is normal to go through these things. And you're not going to have a good year every single year. You're not going to have a perfect year where you don't go through any hardships. You're going to always have hardships and relationships. Like a relationship isn't easy, especially if it's long lasting. You might go through a little time period where you notice something's going on. Or you might never have any arguments and friendships. Like with me and Abby, we've never really been in arguments. We've been in we've been put in challenging situations before where other people were involved with the friendship where it kind of put a rift in our friendship but that was when we were younger and anytime her and I ever have like any type of anything if we ever feel some type of way which isn't very common at all normally it's just like if if I need checked on myself or you know what I mean I'm like hey are you doing okay like we, we're not fighting we're, we're very much like sisters and even with Shelby I never am harsh with her mean with her nothing of the sort like we'll always, I don't fight with her like at all, to be honest. Um, but you know, it's just one of those things where whenever the longer someone's in your life, you're going to like, you know, get to know them more and you're going to, who knows, challenges could come up. So if challenges come up, just know that you need to work through them if it's a relationship that you really care about. So I hope that that was helpful. Um, but fake friends are nobody that you want. And that's just like, duh point blank Tate McRae said it best like all my friends are fake they just want me for the day until they don't so if someone seems like they're a clout chaser almost or like they just want to be around you to maybe do something cool that you're able to do and they don't seem to be checking in on you or you, there's there's going to be different types of friends in your life as well 
you might have your long friends, like your long-term friends, your besties, which are my Abby and my Shelby. And you might have friends that you are, hang out with a little bit less, but like they're amazing people that you can trust and go to and talk to about things. And you might just have friends that you hang out with social settings, like in certain situations. And none of those are wrong. I think it's healthy to have a million different types of friends. But like, I feel like at the end of the day, for me, the circle is kept small. And I think keeping your circle small is like the best thing that you can do for yourself. Because especially as you grow up, you don't have all this time. Like you have a bunch of time still, but you, you are more particular with how you want to spend it. Like you might have other aspirations you want to do outside of maybe your current job. So you're making time for yourself. You might um, have a baby. You might be married. You know, the other person might not be. Like I think it's important to understand that the differences in your priorities also play a big role in the friendship and how much time that person has and stuff. So friendship's wild. It really is. But I'm so, so blessed to have my friends that I have. If you're wondering what that noise was, I just dropped my slipper. Um, but basically though, that's all I really have to do or talk about. And I just think that I wasn't given a question particularly in terms of fake friends. Before I get into some of your guys' questions that I have, I think we have about like five or six questions I'm going to answer really quickly, specifically towards like what somebody wants to hear, or maybe this could help other people too. Um, the friendships that I have, the things that make them so good are just the consistency, I would say. If someone's consistent with you, I think that's a bare minimum in any relationship, but nobody wants inconsistency. So if you know that like, that person's in your life, you're going to hear from them or whatever. Like it's just, there's just a, something so special about just knowing that that friendship is like pure and genuine. Um, also I have a friend who is, I love that she always makes me feel so special every time that I come home. Like she's like, whatever you want to do, like whatever it is, like you call the shots, we'll do whatever. Like she doesn't try to plan a ton of things with like a million other people or anything like that. She's just like, Hey, you tell me who you want to hang out with, what you want to do, the places you want to eat. And we'll do that. Like, I literally love her for that. She just makes me feel so special. Um, so I think somebody who is able to just like fully be present with you and make it work. Even if it is a last minute trip, they'll find time to see you and whatever. I just, I just really, really appreciate that. Also just a friend that's always there. Like, even if you don't talk all the time, a friend that you know, you can go to and ask for advice or get like, I just, I have a lot of really good friends. I, I do like, I love them so much. People that make it known that you're important to them and that they'll show up for you however they can, whenever they can. And they're always supportive. I literally love my friends and you couldn't catch me hanging out with somebody that doesn't make me feel good at this stage of my life or talking badly about me ever. So first question that we have is how do you get yourself out of a fake friendship? So I kind of briefly talked about it, but if you've been in a friendship where you know that that person's talking badly about you, that person just has exposed themselves to not be a good friend. You really just have to have a conversation with them be like, Hey, like, I'm sorry, but like, this is not a friendship that makes me feel good. And it's not something that I care to have in my life. And I'm going to be honest. Um, it doesn't, especially with a fake friend, you don't necessarily need to have a conversation. Like you could distance yourself and see if they notice. And if they care to have a conversation with you about that, but it depends on how you want to go about it. Because like I said, if it's not a real friendship, you don't like, you'll notice that you don't even have to have a conversation about it. So basically if you want to have a conversation, it's always open, but like communication is your best friend. So like, that's how you're going to get out of a friendship like that, or just distance yourself and not be as readily available at all times. You're not constantly saying yes to plans. You're just doing other things and just kind of see, see how it goes. Um, it really depends on the, sp the specific friendship and like the, um, 
terms of it and everything. And if it's someone that you care to have a conversation with or not. So base that on your situation. Next question, how to tell the difference when someone is legit busy and making excuses to spend time together. So if someone's constantly giving you excuses, it depends. Are you planning accordingly with them? Like, is that person giving you a heads up to actually make sure that you do have the time to see them? Or are they giving you a bunch of last minute plans? And is there several people involved in the plans? I personally feel less inclined to say yes to plans whenever there's a million other people involved because if it was last minute for me and I have other things that I knew I needed to get done for myself or whatever, cause I do do a lot of work on the weekends. I would not go possibly if I don't have enough heads up or if I know that that's not gonna, that's going to get in the way of me getting the stuff done that I wanted to do. But I think with enough heads up, like if someone's consistently like still not wanting to do that, I think a couple times, like you can notice a trend with it and you can always reach out to them and be like, Hey, like this is how it's kind of coming off to me. Like, I just want to make sure what the case is like, am I right in noticing like a change in energy with you? Are you like not wanting to hang out as much? I just wanted to give you the opportunity to let me know kind of if I'm reading the situation right or what, or like, can I help you in any way? Are you going through something? Cause I think a lot of times people instantly want to make it about themselves when sometimes it isn't, um, doesn't mean that it necessarily is not. Sometimes it could be, you know what I mean? That person doesn't want to hang out, but always having conversation, I think means a lot because maybe somebody that you're inviting to group events constantly, or like, depending on what the situation is, they could be saying no also, um, because they want maybe quality time, just like to spend time with just you. I know I'm somebody who's way more likely to say yes to hanging out with just like one person or like people I'm pretty close with in a group, as opposed to like someone like just a bunch of people I'm like that I feel like I'm not as close with and people I don't know, maybe strangers. So it just depends on the person and stuff. Um, and their schedule and if they have time, cause that's the biggest thing for me. Like I want to be keeping the promises that I keep to myself to make myself like show up for myself the way I need to. So just to kind of apply that, there's always two ways of looking at it, but a conversation is always the best way for you to get to the bottom of that because you never want to assume you don't know, you never know. You never want to assume you always want to let that person at least like let you know, unless you don't even care to ask, then that's like another story. And then at that point it's like, okay, what's the point? Like if you don't even care to ask them why, like what's the point in even talking about this? You know, it's like, you might, might just be a friendship that you maybe have outgrown or you guys are not really wanting to like spend time or it's just not working out anymore. How do you keep your real friends when you move away from your hometown? So it depends on the situation because my best friend and I, she moved away from our hometown and then I ended up moving to her new place, which was Austin. And then she, we were here together for a while and then she just moved to North Carolina. I think the way you're going to keep your real friend is if you care enough and if you want to, you know, because it all comes down to just making time for what you care about. Like I talked about earlier, like I will always make time for Abby. I will always make time for Shelby. I go to the gym with Shelby every day. Um, Abby, obviously she's long distance. Um, she would be somebody where I'm like, okay, I need to talk to you at least once a week on the phone. Like that is something that like I personally need in order to feel like I'm close with you is like just a little catch up of just us talking and catching up about things. Um, and she's good about that. She'll call me when she has free time and stuff. So even if they have a busy schedule, kids, husband work, I feel like with a conversation, you guys can set some boundaries in place and, um, like a little routine for yourself. And it'll be a nice way for you both to one, be on the same page, but also like de-stress and just like recoup and kind of let loose from afar together. Um, but your real friends from back home, maybe it's not someone, maybe you moved away and like they're from your hometown and they're people that you're friends with, but you don't talk to as much. They're always going to be your real friends. It doesn't matter how much you talk to them. If they're your real friends, they're, they're going to be there still. And depending on how close you guys are, you know, I think every friendship can be a little bit different. Um, some relationships require more communication 
and everything, just checking in, like checking in, staying consistent, asking how they're doing, um, making time to see them whenever you go home. If you go home, I think that's the easiest way. We already talked about red flags, but somebody asked red flags. So I feel like at this point in the episode, you probably already know a lot of red flags that I mentioned, but if they're talking badly about you or others, if they are trying to flirt with your man or flirt with people that you're talking to or kind of being suspicious in any way like that, if they're putting in zero effort consistently, even after you've had conversations about it, um, that, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that makes them a fake friend, but like the friendship isn't working. You know, it's, if it feels like a one-sided friendship, that is a huge indicator of what, like, is this worth my time anymore? If they're unsupportive, if they aren't excited for you whenever something good happens in your life, if they never ask questions about you and they're always talking about themselves, um, yeah, those would be a lot of red flags in my eyes. If they talk to you disrespectfully on a regular basis or make you feel dismissed in the friendship also, or like things that you say, like they always try to make you look stupid or feel stupid, huge red flag. How do you tell your longtime childhood friend that you have outgrown their friendship? I think you don't necessarily need to always have a conversation in something like this. Like if you guys like talk, but you don't talk as much, like there's nothing wrong with like keeping up with each other just less frequently, like maybe a couple times a year, a couple times, like maybe if you used to talk like once a month or even more frequent, you could talk like every two months, you know what I mean? Or something. Everyone's living life. Everything's doing thing. Everybody's doing their own thing. So if it seems like that, I don't think there necessarily needs to be this huge thing that it's made out to be unless you want, if you feel like that's going to make you feel better or you want to have a conversation, if you don't want to show up in that relationship at all anymore, like you don't even want to check in or you don't care to keep that friendship going at all, then a conversation maybe is needed. But I think that if it's just a friend that you've had for a long time and you used to talk more when you were in the same area and now you're not talking as much, I don't necessarily feel like there always needs to be a conversation in those because I don't think that it's personal at the end of the day, depending on what the friendship dynamics were like before. If the friendship before you were talking all the time and like you personally are hurt or upset at the fact that you feel like the friendship, like you are outgrowing it because they're not showing up for you in whatever ways you might need or your needs, you feel like they're not being met, that would be a need for a conversation. But if you feel good about the friendship still and you're just talking less, I don't necessarily feel like you need to have a conversation, but I feel like you'll know based on your current situation from what I just said, but always just based on how am I feeling? Do I want to have a conversation? Do I not want to have a conversation? But don't do it to avoid it. Like if you, if you feel like there's really no point, you don't care that much, you're not really looking to actually get anything to change, then there's no point to have a conversation really, you know, unless you don't want to talk to them at all, then maybe have a conversation or maybe just don't talk to them and see if they reach out to you. Is the friendship one-sided, two-sided? There's so many things that go into a question like this. So hopefully that helps. Last question, how to set boundaries with friends who maybe are not the healthiest for you. If you are noticing that somebody is not making you feel good or you don't want to spend as much time or maybe they're calling you all the time and you just don't have time for it because maybe you're not in a good mental space and you don't, it's not personal. You want to be there for them. Just maybe let them know, like you just let them know in any way, like, Hey, I'm sorry. Like I want to be there for you, but I'm going through a lot right now. You know what I mean? Like you could say something like that, any boundary that you have, like you could just set a boundary that way. Um, and it never is personal, like honestly, like and depending on the certain circumstances, maybe you're just having a hard time in life. Put your phone on do not disturb and set boundaries with everyone in your life so that you are actually making that time for yourself. I would have to know the specifics on kind of like what it is, but how to set boundaries, it's always with conversations. Or if you don't want to have like a hard conversation about it, you could just kind of non-verbally set some boundaries, like make yourself a little bit less available. Um, 
you know, I, I would need to know more, but if they're not the healthiest for you, not saying yes every time they ask you to hang out, make yourself less available in general. Unless you want to have a conversation, then you could always have that conversation. Be like, hey, I'm sorry, but like, I need this. I feel like this, you know, I, I would need to know the specifics to give you the exact advice, but it always comes down to like either nonverbal or verbal communication and just like giving signs and just like put your energy into you. And if somebody is an unhealthy friend or you're saying that, like, girl, like you don't need to be friends with that person. If, if, they're, if they're not the healthiest, it would depend because I have some relationships in my life. They're not friends, but people that don't make me feel great when I talk to them. So in those situations, I, I only make myself so available. I'll only call maybe once a week. Um, I will text, I'll try to do what I can, but, um, sometimes it's harder, you know what I mean? To talk to certain people and stuff, or maybe the ways or the things that they want to talk about just make you feel bad and they're, they don't align with the things that you want to talk about. Um, Everything is valid. So just keep that in mind. But I think the best thing that you can do is just have a conversation or just like back off a little bit from those people. If they're noticing and they have an issue with anything, again, they can come to you if they care about it enough to ask, in my opinion. So that's everything for today, guys, in terms of fake friends and relationships. I hope this episode really helped and gave some insight on anything. I feel like this is a very popular topic. Relationships are so important, like friendships are so important. And again, the people you surround yourself with are life-changing for you. They're either going to build you up or they're gonna tear you down. So be very, very picky with the people you allow to have access to you. If you feel like people are constantly making fun of you that you're hanging out with, I wanna be the first to let you know, those people are not your friends. They probably don't like you that much and they're probably a little threatened by you in some way. Um, so instead of allowing yourself to give your energy to those people and constantly like grace them with your presence, give it away, like take that energy back and don't continue to give it to those types of people. Only allow yourself to be around people that make you feel good, make you feel loved, cared, seen for, heard, understood, and you just have fun with. Like, that's what it comes down to. If you're not having fun with someone, they are not supposed to be in your life. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I'm going to go make some banana bread, some protein banana bread, and I'm going to unravel my rug and try to lay it out, okay? Because I got a new rug recently, and dude, I'm telling you right now, rugs being wrinkled, so ugly and so annoying. Like, how am I supposed to fix that? So I looked up a video, so I'm going to kind of try to undo that. I also got some new kitchen stools. I'm going to try to build those. And I'm just basically redoing my house. And I'm so, so excited about like redoing the interior design and like getting certain things that I need. So new year, I swear to God, new me. I am changing myself for the better in all aspects, channeling my future self. Okay, we're bringing her in so quickly. So I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And also, as always, if you want to check out my merch, it is going to be linked below. And also, I will see you guys next Monday. I love you. Bye.